Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of School of Sellers. I am Erin Waters, and today I am going to tell you all about the wonderful world of repurposing. You probably know by now that I am all about shortcuts. I am all about things that save time, things that save energy, and I am all about pressing that easy button when it's available. Repurposing your content in your business is not even a choice. It is something you must be doing, and I'll tell you why. First of all, I think it's no secret that we work so hard on everything we do, right? And by not repurposing our content, we are making ourselves work harder than we have to. I like to think about repurposing our work and our content as the same thing as buying a new pair of shoes, for example. Let's say you bought a pair of shoes that was super expensive, but you really wanted them and you brought them home and you only wore them once and then put them away in your closet and forgot about them and didn't return to them again. What a waste of money, right? So I want you to start thinking about your content as that pair of shoes. Why would you pour your heart and soul into something and spend so much valuable time working on something and once it's produced, never return to it again? That sounds silly, doesn't it? So when we talk about repurposing today, we are talking about getting the most out of our content and using it in other ways or using it again and again so that it becomes the gift that keeps on giving, not the thing that just gets shoved in your closet and forgotten about because that would just be sad. Now, the repurposing term actually has a couple more words attached to it. So when I say repurposing, I am also referring to revamping your content and also reusing your content. And I'll get into those specifics here in a moment. And if you're still on the fence about repurposing your content, hear me out. I think a lot of times repurposing gets a bad reputation because you think of it as just taking the easy way out, right? You're gonna use something that's old and use it again. But here's the thing. As a whole, I think that we tend to overassume what people are seeing from us, right? You might be thinking, well, I don't want to use the same thing again and again because my audience will get tired of it. Well, we've all heard those nightmare statistics, right? That we are only getting like 2% organic reach on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media platform you might be on. And assuming that's true, one, that's depressing. But two, this is actually working in our favor in this specific instance. Because if your audience is only seeing 2% of the things that you put out, you run a very low risk of exhausting that person again and again with the same content because chances are they didn't even see it the first time. So I say repurpose as much as you can and don't worry about someone seeing it again. If they do see it again, guess what? More good news for you. The average person has to be exposed to something multiple times in order for them to start being convinced or in order to persuade them to buy something or believe something that you are putting out there. So we actually want our audiences to be seeing things more than once. So don't worry about being repetitive or redundant because it's actually going to have a better outcome for you that way. 
Now, the last reason I urge you to start repurposing is because the creative energy that goes into producing content in our business is perhaps the most exhausting type of energy that we have to put out in any type of work, right? There are certain tasks that are pretty mindless, things like checking email, responding to Q&As, but then there are also things that totally require 100% of our brain, our creativity, and by the time we're done with it, we're exhausted. And creating content is definitely one of those things because it's not something you can do quickly or easily. It requires a lot from us. So uh, we want to cut down on that type of energy that we are putting out there and start making better use of what we are producing. Now, to be clear, in this episode today, I am mostly referring to the way that you repurpose your blog content and also some social media content. But that's not to say the principles discussed here can't be applied to other things. In fact, if you like everything that you hear today, I urge you to put into practice any of these tips anywhere you possibly can, because that will just result in you working smarter and not harder in every area of your business. So I say, try it out, see how it goes, and I think you'll be very happy. Okay, let's talk about how you can revamp your existing content. Now, when you are revamping something, you are making it better, right? You're improving it, you're beautifying it. And the important thing to note here is that this is something that already exists. So let's say, for example, an old blog post, maybe something you posted last year. You can revamp it in several ways and then republish it as new content. And here's the thing. In order for search engines to recognize it as new content, you have to put a little bit of work in, okay? You can't just like change the title and press publish and think that they're going to say, yeah, sure, this is new content. No, it's a little trickier than that. But here are some quick ways that you can take any of your old blog posts and revamp them to use them as new blog posts. The first one and the most obvious one is you can just go in and change the text, right? Maybe you want to clean up some of your paragraphs and make the language a little more descriptive. Maybe you have an update to your blog post and you can kind of do a little where am I now type paragraph addendum to your blog post. Or maybe you want to do a little SEO checkup. If you have WordPress, I recommend the Yoast plugin. It can go through your blog post and depending on the keywords that you've chosen, kind of give you some pointers about what to remove, what to add, and what to do overall in the wording of your post. So those are some ways that you can update the text in your blog post. Now, another way to revamp a blog post is to take an old post and add a freebie to it. So let's say, for example, you wrote a post about behavior management in the classroom. You can create, or better yet, use a tool that you already have in your possession, create some sort of free tool that you can offer to your audience as a free download in exchange for their email address. So if your blog post does not have a freebie attached to it currently, you should go back and see what you can add because, again, this is killing two birds with one stone. You're creating a blog post and you are getting new email subscribers. So go ahead and add that freebie to your blog post by linking to it throughout. And when they click on the link, they'll be directed to a landing page most likely through your email service provider where they will enter their name and email address and they will be on your list and they in exchange will get a free helpful tool and be really grateful to you for the value that you've provided. 
Make sure that you do link to it throughout the post. Make sure that your freebie is aligned with the blog post. So don't just slap a random freebie onto a blog post. Make sure it actually is related to the content. And maybe even add a little paragraph in your blog post that explains the freebie. And then make sure you press that publish button and change the title as well so that it is recognized as a new blog post. Now, another thing you could do is you could update the photos on an old blog post. I don't know about you, but if we're talking like super old blog posts, I know that photos is probably the number one thing that I would change because the phones that I used a couple years ago to take pictures are cringeworthy compared to the photos that my phone can take now. So even just a refreshed set of photos for a post is a great way to repurpose an old post into a new one. If you already have pictures you love, maybe you're going to go back and really dig into those SEO checklists. You can add captions to your existing photos. You can add alternate text to your existing photos to make them more search engine friendly. Last way you can revamp an old blog post is to take one of your existing blog posts and expand on it. So maybe you made a list of your top 10 favorite read alouds for the month of February. Maybe you can go on and add 10 more, kind of like a little bonus list. Maybe you want to go in and add a description or a rating for each one of those. You can expand on an existing list. Or you can take one of your really long blog posts, I know we all have those, and split it apart into a series. So make several different blog posts out of that um, long existing blog post. Now, again, I urge you to change it enough so that the search engines will recognize it as new content, but you don't have to do a total overhaul. This is still way easier than starting a blog post from scratch. And to make sure that you change the title and publish it as a new post. Simply updating the post is okay as well, but if you're looking to create new content out of this, then you have to publish it as a brand new post. Now, the second principle of repurposing is simply reusing content. And I'm going to remind you of what I said earlier, is that we tend to overassume that people are seeing more from us than they actually are. And that simply isn't true. Reach these days is not good. Organic reach, that is. Paid reach is a different story. So don't be shy about sharing the same content across multiple platforms. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that have said that they shy away from posting the same thing on Instagram and Facebook on the same day. Instead, they try to switch it up so that they're posting the same thing, but on a different day. And while I understand why they might be doing that, I think that it's way easier on our brains and on our time to post the same thing across multiple platforms. Because again, most of our followers probably aren't seeing even one of those things, let alone both of those things. So I say reuse the content across the platforms as much as you can because that'll save you a ton of time. Now, I think the same principles go for emails. If you have emails that you sent to your subscribers last year at this time, I say copy and paste that email and send it out again. You can make a couple changes if you want, but quite honestly, who's going to remember an email they received an entire year ago? If they do, first of all, I'm hugely impressed because I'm sitting here thinking that I can't even remember what I ate for lunch yesterday, and that is not an exaggeration. So don't worry about sending the same content out a year later because A, maybe they didn't even open that email last year, and if they did, I guarantee you they will not remember. So go ahead and reuse that email content as well. 
Last but not least, we get into the actual repurposing of your content, which is simply using one thing and changing it a little to use it for another purpose. So you're changing it from its original format to fit a different format. And I'm just going to give you a couple examples to explain what I'm talking about. If you write a blog post, you can take a quote from that blog post and change it into an infographic to share on Facebook. Change it into a cutesy little quote image, and that is a Facebook post. Better yet, you can link to your blog post along with that quote image and get traffic to your site. You can also take a blog post and simply copy the text of that blog post and send it as an email. Third, let's talk about those pesky Q&As that we have on Teachers Pay Teachers. I know they're a pain, but they can also be used for good, if you can believe that. Take some of your Q&As and turn them into a frequently asked questions blog post where you answer questions along the same topic. So you could do your frequently asked questions blog post all about morning meeting because you get a lot of the same questions about a morning meeting product that you have. This is great because there's a blog post written, which is amazing, and barely anything has to be done on your part except for copying and pasting the questions that have already been asked and the answers that you have already typed a thousand times over. And now you also have a blog post that you can refer buyers to when you get those questions. Instead of typing the same answer over again and again, type out a pre-written response that simply directs the buyer to that blog post. And chances are their question is probably answered right in that blog post. So that'll save you tons of time, not only in writing the blog post, but also in answering that question. You can also turn those Q&As into a free guide that you can offer as a lead magnet. So you can do a free guide to math stations, right? And use the questions and answers that people have asked you in the past about your math station products. And then that free guide can be offered to people who want to give you their email address in exchange for a free tool. And last but not least, dig into your feedback for your products and find some really great compliments that you've received on your products and use those exact words in your Facebook ads for that product because teachers love seeing what other people are saying about a product before they buy it. So that's all today, my friends. I hope you enjoyed learning about the art of repurposing. I have put together a repurposing roadmap for you to grab today that kind of summarizes everything I talked about today and gives you some concrete examples of ways that you can take your content and make it work for you. So if you want to grab that, you can head on over to erinmwaters.com slash roadmap. Again, erinmwaters.com slash roadmap. I'll see you later, friends. And action.